In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents... Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop story. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny... One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Politically Georgia podcast, where we bring you news and analysis from all the latest Georgia shenanigans in Congress and under the Gold Dome. And today we're joined by the AJC's, I guess you're a coach now, um, assistant editor, Jennifer Brett, who knows more about the Hollywood industry in Georgia than uh, anyone else even including the Hollywood studio executives uh, on the planet. Oh my goodness, that's a very high bar you've you've uh, led there for me, Blue. Don't I'll, let us down. I'll, I'll try. To, I'll do my best. And there's no better person to talk to about Hollywood's sometimes tortured relationship, but usually profitable relationship with Georgia than than Miss Brett, and that's why we have her in. Yeah, I think for sure profitable. Um, everybody can agree on that, uh, regardless of your political persuasion. Um, Georgia. Um, as we have reported many times over the years, has become a top filming destination globally, not just um, nationwide, due to these enticing tax credits that that bring projects down here with the promise of a uh, 30% savings uh, for for work that's done here. In fiscal year 2018, we had 455 productions shot here, estimated economic impact um, nearing 10 billion dollars. Wow, we'll get to we'll get to the fallout and how Brian Kemp and the Republican leadership right now is at odds with the Hollywood establishment um, in a little bit. But let's talk about how those tax breaks came about, because it was 2005 when Sonny Perdue, the first Republican governor in Georgia since Reconstruction, signed those tax breaks into law. And they kind of flowered. They started flowering under his administration and really took off under Nathan Deal, who jealously guarded them from any sort of fiscal conservatives who wanted to gut them. Yeah, for sure. I think um, Nathan Deal certainly will go down in history as a, a governor who was very committed to uh, protecting the film industry um, from a standpoint of uh, tax credits. He and Speaker Ralston used to uh, appear at the day of the annual film day at the Georgia legislature um, during the session, and they were always very um very supportive. I think Speaker Ralston said something along the lines of, as long as I'm in office, those tax tax breaks are, are not going anywhere. Those tax credits are not going anywhere. And uh, Brian Kemp appeared this year at the uh, at the film day as well and also voiced support for the industry. They've, um, in recent years, made a big point of, of uh, noting the folks beyond just, you know, the actors who uh, benefit from these tax credits, folks like caterers, um, people who build stuff, um, uh, 
on 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 set um, lighting, sound grips. I mean, you name it. Yeah, Pinewood this. Studios has its very own Home Depot that only sells stuff to Pinewood Productions. I mean, it's on the property there, so anything they need, they just go over to their own personal Home Depot. And you've seen um, uh, concierge medical care. That's something that I had not thought about. But if an actor gets sick on stage, they're not going to just you know wait and go back to see their doctor wherever they live. Uh, they they need somebody right there to. Fix them up. So there's just all um, all manner of economic ripple effects. That's a good point because at first I remember hearing the rhetoric was Georgia was worried that Hollywood could just pack up and leave because there's no infrastructure. Now there is. There's studios. There's a Georgia Film Academy that state leaders uh, created to help train the next generation of 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 studio workers. Um, there's a lot of infrastructure there that's kind of sprouted up over the last, let's say, decade or so. Yeah, we see, we definitely see a lot of, uh, of uh, roots being planted um, throughout Georgia. Of course, uh, you, uh, we talked about Pinewood. That's down in Fayette County. That's where the Georgia Film Academy is located. EUE Screen Gems the, at the former Lakewood Fairgrounds facility right south of Atlanta. Uh, Mailing Street Studios over in the Grant Park area. Of course, Tyler Perry, um, no stranger to the filming industry, and he, he got going well before uh, lots of other folks did. He he now uh, has set up shop at the former Fort McPherson uh, property, and another uh, studio has taken over his former uh, space in the Greenbrier area. So you're seeing lots of, uh, of roots being planted. And we see t- TVs, commercials, and films being being made here. Um, some some of the back end work, but a lot of the front end work, and a lot of um, a lot of blockbusters, Marvel, Avengers, Infinity. Yeah, Avengers Endgame is just one of the many Marvel uh, productions to shoot here um, in years past. That was a $356 million budgeted project. Uh, had a, had, it's now um, surpassed $2 billion in global uh, box office haul. Black Panther last year, another Marvel project. That was a, a, that's a billion-dollar-plus uh, box office haul as well. So Hollywood is big business in Georgia. It's something that would have been kind of unthinkable 20 years ago is now one of the one of the faster growing industries and big important parts of the economy. But it's you know sometimes there a culturally conservative Republican leadership in Georgia can butt heads with a more left leaning Hollywood establishment, and we saw that really in 2016 come to head with the religious liberty debate, where um, not only was there outspoken opposition to the religious liberty bill, but there was also threats from Disney and Marvel of outright boycotts. They would leave the state if Governor Nathan Deal signed that legislation to law. Yeah, and we're not seeing that kind of um, demonstrative response uh, response this time around. We have heard um, some calls to boycott. We've heard um, from some directors who say they're not going to shoot here. But this time, the the response has has been uh, more varied. For example, we've got Jordan Peele and J.J. Abrams who are going to shoot an HBO drama called Lovecraft Country. They're going to be here uh, later this summer. They've said that they are going to shoot here uh, despite their opposition to uh, the, the heartbeat bill, but that they're going to donate to the ACLU and to Fair Fight Georgia, uh, Stacey Abrams' uh, political action uh, committee. And, and we're seeing other filmmakers and production companies taking that sort of stance. Yes, we're here. We're going to continue our work here, uh, but we're going to take uh, the opportunity to, uh, to be a part of this pro- process, and we're going to donate uh, to the ACLU or organizations that are dedicated to, to fighting this legislation. Yeah, let's talk about that a bit, because what you're referring to is the heartbeat bill that, that Governor Kemp recently signed into law. In 2016, Nathan Deal did veto that religious liberty bill, and all those threats of boycotts evaporated because he, the bill was not signed into law. Um, 
after Kemp's election, there is there is some there is some disgruntlement about the the nature of his election and the and and Stacey Abrams' um, claims of uh, and her, her issues with um, his his oversight of the election while he was running for office. And there were some Hollywood c- celebrities like Aly- Alyssa Milano who who vowed after the election never to work in Georgia again. Yeah, the um, the, the project that she's working on uh, lately, uh, Insatiable, which is a Netflix series, is filming today <laughs> in uh, in Atlanta. And we we're speaking on a Thursday, a beautiful Thursday in Atlanta. So yeah, she is she is currently in Georgia, even though she has vowed to boycott the state. But um, we heard as the as the heartbeat bill started working its way through the legislative process, a lot of the big companies that had threatened or had urged Georgia and Governor Deal and Georgia lawmakers not to pass the religious liberty bill stayed away from the heart the abortion bill. They kind of saw religious liberty and abortion as completely separate, different debates. And also, this issue has gotten uh, so much bigger than Georgia. I mean, just what was yesterday, this week, we had Alabama's governor. Uh, KIB signing a more restrictive um, mm-hmm. bill regarding um, the, their abortion ban. Kentucky, uh, Mississippi, North Dakota, West Virginia, Alabama, Arkansas, Kansas, Kentucky. I mean, we could just go on and on uh, listing the numbers of states who have passed some form of restriction. Some of those um, uh, laws have been uh, put on hold by uh, legal action. And certainly I do not uh, would not be surprised to see legal action um, emerge Based on the this Alabama summer, and yeah. the and the Georgia legislation, and perhaps elsewhere. And this, the bill in Georgia is one of the more restrictive, but certainly not the most restrictive of the abortion restri- uh, laws that have that have passed around the country. But in some ways, Alabama, I think, takes the cake now because theirs is the most restrictive, and their and their legislation is getting more attention. But in some ways, Georgia for a while was sort of the face of this because it was one of the bigger states. It had one of the closer elections in the nation, and so that's why I think after uh, the legislation was 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 uh, passed and Governor Kemp signed into law, there were boycott movements from certain actors. There was production companies that said they wouldn't film here. Now that law was was passed, some of those production companies never filmed here anyway and had very little ties to the state, but they made news. Yeah, again, as I said, I feel like the the response has been just a little bit different this time than uh, than when we had the religious liberty uh, legislation a few years ago. I feel like this time I'm not going to be surprised to see more filmmakers and production companies come out uh, and say, we're opposed to this legislation, but we're going to stay here. We work here. We, we employ lots of Georgians um, who have all manner of uh, political persuasions. We're going to stay here and, and continue, continue putting these folks to work, but we're going to, um, you know, take the additional step to, um, to you know, donate to, to causes that we believe in. Governor Kemp's had a really interesting line um, because during the campaign, he's vowed he was going to review every tax credit. He was going to be a fiscal conservative and look at every tax credit. But he quickly added that the one tax credit that has already been reviewed and already proven itself is the film tax credit. So he's been hands off with that. He's been supportive of it. He showed up at that film that you talked about earlier, got a, you know, somewhat tepid reception from muted. I would muted, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, muted reception from a lot of the actors and, and executives in, in that audience. But but has, has said that there is no that the, the tax credit is off limits from any sort of tampering with um, at the same time, he said Hollywood should not dictate our values and that he won an election on a promise to pass one of the nation's most restrictive abortion laws, and he's going to fall through on that promise. We've also seen the fallout of that. Just a few days ago, Governor Kemp was planning, had been preparing for a trip with a bunch of studio executives to Los Angeles to court Hollywood moguls. It's an annual trip that Nathan Deal went on. 
usually it's a celebratory affair um, with a lot of giving thanks and gratitude to Hollywood folks for 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 investing in Georgia. And this year was going to be a little different. There was threats of protests. There was there was talk of no shows, and and even some Georgia studio executives said that they were on edge about whether or not to show up. Kemp canceled it. Yeah, I suspect that he um, may have wondered about his reception in Hollywood, given given this is so new. I do want to also um, circle back and just note that we have had some folks um, from the you know filming community. Um, champion uh, the, the legislation and, and say that they are mm-hmm. uh, supportive of it. Ashley Bratcher is an actress who now lives in Atlanta. She's not from here originally, but she lives here now. She appeared in a movie that came out a few weeks ago called Unplanned. It's a faith-based film uh, uh, where she uh, she portrays a former clinic worker who uh, who later changes her position and, and becomes an anti-abortion activist. Uh, and Ashley Bratcher came out very strong on uh, inhaling the passage of the heartbeat legislation. So I do want to um, I do want to note that the the bill has some support among the filming mm-hmm. community. And she's tweeted in support of Governor Kemp. The interesting thing is it's going to be really hard to measure the impact of this legislation because it is we, we, on the Hollywood industry because you've seen those those production companies that said we're never going to work in Georgia or those that say we're going to work but we're going to donate to abortion rights causes. But many of the ones, as we mentioned earlier, that, that, that aren't working in Georgia um, – that have never worked in Georgia. And as you mentioned with Alyssa Milano, even as she says that she wants to boycott Georgia, she's filming a production here. And I asked her about that. She showed up on the last day of the legislative session on Sunny Die to urge Kemp to, to, to veto that heartbeat bill. And I asked her, I said, what about you? What what do you think about this? Because you're still working here, yet you've promised to, uh, to boycott the state. And she said, well, those are contractual obligations that I can't get out of. Right. So it's a really it's a really interesting sort of uh, universe we live in. Other actors have come out saying they'll never work in Georgia. Um, what the studio executives that I've talked to, and I'm sure you're hearing from too, say what's going to be hard is you're not going to really see a, a a major hoopla about a a filming project rejecting Georgia. Where it, where it's hard to measure is that the calls they don't get. Hollywood doesn't actually, you know, send us a press release saying we're coming to film and here's where we're going to be and here's where our stars are going to be. And if you want to come, you know, uh, shoot photos and selfies, here's a a convenient schedule for you. No, they try to keep a lot of things under wraps just for safety and security um, measures and and to uh, expedite the filming process. So a lot of it we we don't know ahead of time. So it's going to be hard to gauge people who make a decision to film elsewhere, whether that's uh, because of this bill or, or whether it's because of other considerations. It, it'll, it'll be interesting to see this play out. But again, this issue has become so much bigger than Georgia. So if you're going to if you're going to boycott Georgia because of the heartbeat bill, are you also going to boycott Mississippi and West Virginia and Alabama and Arkansas and Kansas and Kentucky and Louisiana and Ohio? And I mean, pretty soon you're like boycott in the world, right? So I think probably what we're going to see, um, I would not be surprised to see uh, producers who, uh, and film folks, um, actors, entertainers who have an ob- objection to this bill, I, I would not be would not be surprised to see them take a more active role, um, not necessarily refusing to come to Georgia, but taking advantage of their time here to become active in the political process. And that's what Democrats are really urging, including Stacey Abrams. They're saying, don't leave the state, don't hurt the industry. And that many of them are noting that many of the workers in the industry tend to be Democratic left-leaning voters. They're saying instead of instead of abandoning Georgia, invest in Georgia. 
uh, pay attention here. If you want to get involved, get involved politically, but don't but don't don't hurt the state's bottom line. Hollywood and uh, Georgia's Republican-dominated legislature has always, you know, made for some sort of strange bedfellows um, situations. I I couldn't recall being at uh, red carpet events when you'd have, um, you know, Johnny Isaacson and Governor Nathan Deal walking the red carpet with uh, Marvel stars. I'm not sure if um, they spend a lot of time together um, outside that particular (laughs) function. You know, I don't know. Maybe they they struck up conversations. That was sort of interesting. Uh, One time I was down at the Pinewood Studios facility, which is co-owned by Dan Cathy, um, the Chick-fil-A president, and uh, he led the proceedings with a prayer. Um, I don't know, maybe lots of Hollywood productions kick things off with a prayer session. That that might have been a little unusual. I don't know. <laughs> so there have been some juxtapositions that have been, you know, a little bit different and unique um, in the past. But now, of course, we're, we're coming to a lot more controversy. It's funny you mentioned that because I wrote this story not that long ago about how Studio executives Stacey Abrams and Brian Kemp all shared the same room in Midtown at the premiere of Avengers Endgame. It must have been a pretty awkward event. Well, you know, I think nothing pitches a big tent like stacks of cash. And uh, <laughs> the uh, the filming industry certainly is not a blue issue or a red issue. It's a green issue, not to sound too hokey and cliche. But I recall a podcast interview that I heard a few years ago with Peter Farrelly, who um, he and his brother filmed Dumb and Dumber 2 here and The Three Stooges uh, years in years past. And he was pretty blunt in his assessment of why people come to Georgia. You know, the Republicans that are, and Democrats alike love talking about the film industry and how Georgia is so great. And they, have, you know, obviously we have the greatest airport in the world. And you got the mountains, you got the beach, you got, you know, city scenes, you got rural scenes. And Peter Farrelly said, you know, you're shooting Georgia because it's cheap. So <laughs> it all comes down to the bottom line. Line. There's nothing wrong with that. Make that money. And let's talk about what's next for Kemp because he has he's right in the middle of the swirl. We, we mentioned earlier he canceled his trip that was going to be in a couple days to L.A. to court studio executives. He's rescheduling that for later this year in November. So we'll see um, how that goes and what he plans to do. In the meantime, he says he's going to tour Georgia Film Studios to to demonstrate his support for the film tax credit and and kind of double down on on Georgia issues. And at the same time, I asked him the other day um, out in West Georgia what he says. He goes, Hollywood will not dictate our values. So he's saying pretty firm on where he stands. Well, we'll see. And back in November, if he does do this trip in November or October, by then, um, as you mentioned earlier, there will probably be a legal battle. And so at that point, it might be easier for him to just say, hey, this is now in the hands of the courts. Yeah, I think by then, um, and and as we said earlier, I mean, so many other states have begun, you know, passing and signing their own uh, legislation, similar um, in some cases to, to Georgia's, and, and in some cases like Alabama, um, more restrictive. So I think by then, Georgia may be, you know, part of a larger galaxy um, in, in this ongoing issue. And obviously, I think the, the goal is hitting the Supreme Court one day, and so it may not be a... a Georgia issue exclusively uh, for long. Great. Well, Jennifer, it was awesome for you to join us today. It was great, great chatting with you. Always great to see you, Blue. Well, that's all for this week's edition of the Politically Georgia podcast. Head to AJC.com forward slash politics to subscribe to Politically Georgia. You'll get access to our daily newsletter, along with all of our stories and updates on all things Georgia politics. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and rate us. It really means a lot to us when you do. And as always, thank you for listening. Donald Trump has been indicted in Atlanta. We have so many court dockets to follow, but we haven't really seen anything yet. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has covered every moment of this historic case. I've been writing about this investigation for two and a half years. Our team is led by reporters Bill Rankin and Tamar Hallerman. Follow our coverage on AJC.com 
and listen to new in-depth episodes of the award-winning podcast, Breakdown, the Trump Indictment, only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Our journalists at the Atlanta Journal-Constitution are working around the clock to keep you updated on all the developments surrounding the Trump indictment. Now the AJC is putting all of our coverage in one place with our new Trump 19 newsletter. Every Wednesday, you'll have our latest coverage and analysis on this historic case in your inbox. So sign up for free today at AJC.com slash indictment newsletter. That's all one word, AJC.com slash indictment newsletter.